baseball. Wow. So baseball. We're back again like we never left. Sure, we left for a couple weeks, but we came back and that's what matters. Baseball is in full summer swing on this sweltering June afternoon, and there's just so much to talk about all around the league. It's so baseball. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the June episode of the So Baseball podcast. Late got June. That, just got that in. When did we do the last one? Uh... I think it was late May, wasn't it? Maybe. Maybe mid-May. I can't remember. We said we said a two-month check-in. Yeah. When we so, uh, recorded, so. Yeah. No. I, yeah, because I think it was it was. Uh, oh. Yeah. Then maybe it was a little. Oh, bit late. June fifth. Okay, so the second June episode. Wow. We're ahead of How's schedule. How's your baseball been? How's your baseball? Terrible. Because the Giants. Yeah, the Giants, you know, last the last uh they're hot and cold. Yeah. I mean Fawcett, Fawcett baseball. What do you think is going on? Because their pitching is still good. Um they're they're still doing their giant stuff where they swap players in on a nightly basis. Yeah. So what's been going wrong for the Giants that you can point to? I can point to uh the term that I've been using this season. Attack. When they have so opportunities, not... when they have opportunities to put more runners to home plate, because they get the the base runners, but they don't get them in. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the worst. I, yeah, and and then almost immediately after that, then boom, the other team roars back or does something. I mean, they had, well, they yeah, had that because... really tough road series where they lost four games by a total of four runs total although i will say this though yeah when you when the team is in the field and the giants have got runners on and they get out of it even if they're losing they do get the other team gets like a breath of life when they're like hey we're not out of this exactly it's a bump because you you when you get if you have the bases loaded and nobody out and you don't score the other team feels like they scored or even just a man on third with less than two outs. Yeah. Because you feel like as the, as the offensive team, when you have the situations, you already kind of counted that run. Oh, we're going to score that run. We're going to score at least one or two runs here, but you don't all of a sudden you're like, you feel bad because you already put that in the hopper. Right. You know, it's an anticipated run that you never get. And I think that yeah. is, is one of the biggest, um, as a fan, but also as a team, I think you, I'm sure as a manager, you go into the situations that we got to get that runner home, or we got to get at least two of these runners home. And then you don't do it. You feel really kind of not good. And I think, I actually think that's the main problem with the Giants is they're seeing all those things that you were talking about, you know, the swapping out players, the the analytics, all that stuff, all that stuff seems to be working right. Like they put to get the right matchups and all that, but what's missing. And you didn't notice it as much last year because they won a lot. You're it's, it's, it's kind of missing that, that, that intangible thing. That's just spontaneous. Like, which is, all this, like a guy swinging at a first pitch, right? And just like, boom, you get a base hit. Oh, yeah, it keeps the rally going. Where the Giants will stretch everything out to look for the best opportunity, best matchup versus, mm-hmm. uh, say, like someone like a Will Clark. We'll use him as an example. Will Clark had that ability to find that moment, you know, to find that. He could find that moment almost anywhere. He didn't need to get yeah. There. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, not every player can just summon that up. No, and and I'm not not saying they should, but I do think I think not having Buster Posey, who hmm. would have been the closest to something like that, and and obviously he had the the chops and the career and the the thing that you know he was that guy who would come up and he could just 
hit that ball, you know, into the just bang it into the outfield for a base hit when you needed it. Mm-hmm. And I get the feeling I don't see that as much. What current this. player reminds you of of Will Clark? Current, like in anywhere in Major League Baseball? Yeah. Um, I'd have to say your guy. My guy? Yeah, your guy. Rizzo. I think Rizzo is the... Okay. I think Rizzo's the closest because he he kind of has that. He kind of has that, you know, that thing of, you know, doesn't nothing seems to phase him. He doesn't mind taking charge. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't mind being the leader right. uh, when, when he needs to be. But he's not going to, like, you know, get in your face and, like, uh, you know, be, be that fake leader like Harper. Um, although he's a great baseball player, but he does tend to want to put on more of a show than – you know, yeah, stuff. Harper. You know, I mean, we'll talk about Harper and his injury later. Yeah, no, and that's sad because I think, Phillies, I think but, Harper's uh, great for baseball. I just, I just think that he also is. He's a bit of a showman. You know what I mean? Like, well, uh, I feel like he's feeling he's being extra. He's being extra Harper this year because he's not able to play the field, so he's getting mm, all pent up and like, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I've, got that, couple, uh, I've got some questions for you. Um, all right, I want to jump into some topics. Now, some of this is feeding off of like kind of clickbaity headlines surrounding the all-star voting. Oh, I thought um, it was going to be but... the Johnny Depp trial. Thank God it's not. <laughs> no, we're staying. Although I can that. handle that too if you need to. But um, go... <laughs> um, the uh, you know I haven't looked too closely at the uh, all-star balloting. I don't. I don't really vote in the ballot. Yeah, it's it's I haven't either because it's a there's a whole new format the last couple. I think. Yeah, I don't really care who gets it, but um, the voting, the voters and um, the voting have have pinpointed one race that is so close, and whichever person doesn't get it is going to be so. (laughs) It's going to be so unfair that this person doesn't get it. That is the American League third base. Uh, all-star race between Jose Ramirez and Rafi Devers because they are essentially going to be in the top three or four in the AL MVP uh, voting, maybe behind Aaron Judge. um, But a lot of people are saying that Ramirez is going to be second in the voting in MVP, but Devers is arguably having the better season. I mean, both of these guys have an OPS right around a thousand. If you look at their numbers, they're not too far apart. Devers has a little higher on the war 4.0 war at this stage in the season is ridiculous. Ramirez is at 3.3 in B war. Um, Ramirez batting 300 Devers batting 333. Uh, Devers was 17 home runs. Ramirez was 16 home runs. Ramirez has the, has the lead in stolen bases. That's 12 to two. Devers is not really a stolen base guy. Um, But they're both just having like incredible seasons. Somebody's going to miss out on that. Our all-star starting, starting nod. And um, who's your pick between those two? Who do you prefer? Who would you like to see out there? I like to see Jose Ramirez. Okay. I just think. Tell me why. Because I think he's playing on a team that's uh, kind of forgotten and overachieving uh, as a team. And I think he, you know, there's great players on that team, don't get me wrong, but he's the greatest on that team. And he's probably one of the greatest players in, in the American League for sure. Mm. Um, so, you know, to represent that team, I think that's super important. Because that team is playing way over its head. And um, as of today, I think they're after beating the first game of the Twins, they're two games back in the uh, mm-hmm. in the Central behind the Twins. But so um, I, I like him, and, and nothing against uh, Devers. You know, they'll both be on the All Star team, so there's no there's no thing. They'll that, both be but, on the All Star team. Yeah, the thing the thing that I fi- always find interesting with Major League Baseball is the fans. Other than when those there's years of like 
ballot stuffing of one team or something where they they I don't know they rally everyone to fill in a bunch mm-hmm. of ballots. Baseball fans seem to get it right. Like, yeah, they don't. They just don't vote for people just because they like them or you know. They vote, no. you know, across because you. If you look at the way the voting goes, it's not bucketed into one team. It's like the best players at those positions generally float to the top, and um, and I I always found that really amazing because and there'd be players who hadn't had great seasons before in their whole life, all of a sudden they're like leading in a position. Uh, because they're having a great season that year, and the yeah. fans recognize it. You know, I mean, look at Alejandro Kirk. He's got three times as many votes as the next catcher in the American League, just because well, I, he's having s- such a preposterously good season. I think there's some Canadian mischief there, though. But anyway, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's for no, a different because, program. Uh, no, because then uh, you, Matt Chapman would have a lot more votes for third base. Um, although Bo Bichette is leading in shortstops, which yeah, I, I think there's some stuffing going on in Canada. Yeah, you're um, probably right. Well, have you, you know, heard Pan- about Pod Jays? Have you heard about Pod Jays? Who? There was a tweet yesterday morning. Yeah. Um, between the Padres and the Blue Jays, saying we're supporting each other. Mm. I.e., Padres fans vote for all Blue Jays, and we'll vote for Blue Jays fans will vote for all Padres. Like. Open in the air, open collusion basically between an American League team mm. and a National League team to get their own. And and Tatis is coming in fifth in the shortstop balloting. He hasn't even yeah. played a game this season. Yeah, but that's I mean that's nothing on him. He's still you know he's still a great player. I, I mean, know, that, but it's garbage. That's okay. Um, I mean, but uh, that whole yeah, I mean they're gonna have fun with that or whatever. But um, no, I just think I think that that the fans in general are kind of smart to it. They I do are. think I think Toronto though is a little interesting because Toronto is not only a city team; it's a country team. I mean, sure. the Blue Jay fans show up in mass at like Mariners games, um, so you know it's not that they're traveling from Toronto; it's just that the that's the Canadian team basically. That's they the rep- closest Canadian. That's like yeah. to someone who lives in. Vancouver, British Columbia, or like yeah. Calgary, going yeah. down to Seattle might be a lot closer than going over to Toronto for a game. Yeah, or I'm sure I, I would imagine like also um, Tiger Stadium or whatever they call it now. Um, Comerica yeah, Park. Comerica Park probably gets a lot of Canadian fans, uh, maybe Minnesota too, a little bit. But, you know, so there's there's definitely um, that that factor to the voting as well, because if, if that's the kind of national team and, you know, the blue Jays kind of played to that too, with the hat, with the maple leaf, right? Yeah, like, of course. And of course like... they should, because I mean, even when the, the Montreal Expos existed, yes. Um, Toronto is a lot closer to um, Detroit or to um the Yankees or to well, no, Montreal's closer to like Boston and places like that. Okay. Yeah. Closer to Boston. But, but the, yeah, but see also you had, you had a a French Canadian issue there. So, you know, the majority of Canada is not so pro French Canadian. So that's where the blue Jays fall in too, that, that, you know, they can, they were, they became more supportive you know, out in other and by outer the English speaking population of Canada. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that's an so. interesting concept. We're really jumping around. I mean, no, that's okay. The no, Giants, we're, we're to the yeah. All Star to the Blue Jays. I mean, I like it. That's what this podcast should be. Well, the Giant. Um, it, you know, just to take it even to a higher level, the Giants almost were the Blue Jays in 1976. <laughs> Molson had dibs on the giants and they were all set to move them to toronto and buy them and then bob lurie stepped in and saved the day so um so there you go but so there's there is a connection there man the giants just wanted to get the heck out of san francisco there for a long ass time well you know i think it had some of the almost moved to tampa candlestick park candlestick park was the issue but um that was the main issue behind the whole thing 
and the politics. Where are the A's moving, and when? Where are the A's going to move to, and when are they going to move? They're going to move to San Francisco. So we're going to have two teams <laughs> at the ballpark. Um, that that was an old thing that the Giants were going to play at the Coliseum way back when. That was another really big hotbed thing in the early eighties. Um, so I. I I pray that the 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 A's stick around here in the Bay Area. I but uh, there's a good chance they'll go to Las Vegas because it just seems to be the natural thing for teams from Oakland to go. But one team moved to San Francisco, so um, you know the, the Warriors. The Warriors, okay. Yeah, they, I didn't know if you were switching sports or you're going to go back in time to you know the Giants moving from New York. No, the A's are moving to Philadelphia, um, <laughs> and, and then they're going to stop off in Kansas City. Um, yeah, so you're going A's to did... the Giants. Uh, you're going to the Giants Tigers tonight. Yeah, I'm going to go see Giants Tigers tonight. Rodan, I'm I so envious. I don't know who's pitching for the for the Tigers. I have to look that up. But I'll um... tell you, it's Scooble, oh, you tell Tariq Scooble. Oh, really? Versus oh, Rodan, okay. you got a lefty on lefty man. Oh, uh, that's. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of. You're going to see Javi Baez out there. My guy Riley Green, yeah. roaming center field out by the four one five. Try and get an autograph or a baseball for me. I will. Um, I'll do my best. Generally, though, people don't like to give uh, baseballs to older dudes. Well, yeah, and even if you do get it, you have to give it to a kid. Well, so what's even the point of getting it? I don't know about that part, but um, yes, yes, you do. yes, you do. I know you have to give it to a kid. Even though well, if you're on TV, well, yeah, especially if you're on TV. Otherwise, you get. Um, but maybe yeah. I just maybe I bring a tiger's hat with me, put that on, and go out there in the four one five, you know, during and you yeah, know, and try try and get a ball from the bullpen that way, and then as soon as, as soon as it's done, um, I'll, I'll take my Magnum PI hat off and and just go uh, hatless. Do what you Log- gotta do. Yeah, you know, you never know. I, I mean, I got a ball from Jeffrey Leonard way back when from for yelling out from upper deck in in Kansas. Oh, that's cool. That was a that was a great moment because I dare I said he couldn't reach me with the ball. <laughs> that's the best trick to get a ball. From what do you someone. think of the All Star? What do you think of the All Star Game hats? I have with no. The are they doing? But no, I haven't seen this. What are they doing? So they're kind of like a black and bronze looking thing, kind of like LAFC colors um, with the big all-star game logo on the right side and then a star next to each team's logo. So, so do you wear yeah. your own logo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because, I mean, I don't know. Those uniforms they had last year were the worst thing ever Major League Baseball has done. They've done a lot of bad things. Well, I think these are um, – I think these are for uh, like you know the uh, home run derby day or don't be so sure. Have they gone back? Because have they? I haven't dug in today. I'll have to dig into that later today. Are they going to wear like special uniforms during the game? Because that was the worst idea ever. I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care. All I, care I about do. The... <laughs> um, but I think they look pretty lame. But as I sit here scrolling through the um, MLB shop and the Fanatics website. They are really doubling and tripling down on the mesh-backed fitted hats, um, mesh. which is kind of cool. The kind of trucker hat mesh baseball hat, but fitted. This but is are they going to wear that? They're going to wear mesh. Hat? Yeah, everybody's wearing. Everybody's wearing it because oh, it's so God. fucking hot out here. It's a hundred degrees on. today. I can't. I tried to put on a. Um, I tried to put on like a wool hat to go to the farmers market on Sunday. <laughs> well, I, I mean. Bumped, Hate to tell you, but, don't wear wool in the warm weather. Well, you know what I mean by that kind of fake wool that baseball yeah. hats are made out of? Yeah. I was pouring out. sweat. I yeah. bumped into an old friend. And I I was humiliated because, like, I was literally pouring down with sweat as we were standing there talking. Because wow. this hat was – but if I had had one of these mesh hats, mm. uh, my hat, my head maybe could have gotten – a little more ventilation, and I wouldn't have embarrassed myself. I have some. I, why don't you try a propeller hat <laughs> or a beer hat? Yeah, that beer hat. Yeah, beer with the things. Yeah, no, the things. propeller hat with the solar panel on the brim and the yeah. fan blowing in. No, yeah. those were genius. And as a bald man, I would love that. 
this is radio. You don't need to describe. We, we can have, we just have our imaginations. Um, do you want to talk about some other standout um, players this season? Yeah, let's 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 uh, let's talk about who's who's hot and um, and just ripping it up until they signed a contract. I mean, um, no, he's back on track. The the hottest player in, in Major League Baseball, the the, the biggest man, just Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Yeah. Now, now there was a little controversy with Aaron Judge yesterday after the game. Uh oh. He had a little post game, you know, like live to the crowd thing. Maybe this is the other day. I forget. Oh, you're talking about when on Sunday after the walk off. Oh, maybe that when he said he was the greatest player on the team. No. He didn't say that. He did. He said, he said, they, they said, oh, how, you know, do you feel nervous? Or the, the lady was saying to him and, and he said, not when you're the like best player on the team or greatest player on the team. Mm-hmm. And then these people were trying to say, oh no, he was, you know, talking about the team, not himself, but of course whatever, he was talking about himself, but no, he's but, very but, humble. He is, but I think it was in a funny kind of way, like a kind of a humorous kind of way, okay. you know, Kind of like um, uh, Brandon Belt. Yeah. That, where is that, that clown show? Yeah. Where is that clown show? Where is that arrival on a freaking boat yeah. in the field? And then he's like been on the the IL. So anyway, but but you know, kind of tongue in cheek a little bit. I I felt. But anyway, yes, amazing player, amazing just. You know he's got it all going on, and he can thank Rizzo for all that. Um, Rizzo keeps him all very happy. Now the other guy we can talk about, who's also in New York, because the two best teams happen to reside in New York City, mm-hmm. um, is Pete Alonso. I mean, yeah, that dude is, is. I was going up against him last week in fantasy, and he almost like single-handedly sunk us. He was just hitting bombs right and left. He's really having a great year. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm just looking at the voting, and this is again how the fans are in tune. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt is is has like a half a million more votes than him. Well, I mean, Paul Goldschmidt is just absolutely having a career year. Yeah, no, no, but he's that's been what I'm incredible. Saying. I'm just what I'm saying, but the fans recognize that. That's that's yes. what I'm trying to say because. Because Pete Alonso is like he's just he's the guy, and I pray to God that he plays in the home run contest again because <laughs> he probably uh, he made he's made more money from the home run contest than his salary. I know. Well, that's incredible. He's so, about to hit his arb year, so he's going to start yeah, making money soon. Yeah, he'll start. He'll start. Um, he'll um, start making some dough. But who's your um, who's your American League Rookie of the Year? Um, oh, that's a good I'll, question. Why don't you so tell you, me yours so I can I can piggyback off it? Well, um, you know everybody's gonna everyone's gonna talk to uh, about Julio Rodriguez on the Mariners. Yeah, um, he's been incredible. So did he get to suspended? I think he got two games, but I no, I think gonna, he got five. Gonna, well, they're gonna appeal it because he didn't do anything. No, he was um, punching. He was punching on the top of the guy's head. Oh, really? Head. Yeah. No, I that was it. J.P. Crawford. Oh, maybe you're right. Sorry. Crawford was the one punching. I, we all watched the same John Boy breakdown. <laughs> uh, I, evidently, so, evidently, someone watched it better than I did, because you're right. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty stoked on um, Rodriguez. I'm, it remains to be seen if Riley Green's going to come up and uh, have, you know, make, make a, a race out of it. Um, yeah. And uh, Bobby Witt Jr. on Kansas City, obviously he's been yeah. hot and hot and cold with the bat, great with the glove, um, but he's been a, he's been really exciting. I think he still has a chance to like make a push for that. And we got any uh, pitchers? Know, rookie of the year p- pitchers? Oh, a ton, of course, always. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that's usually where you find it these days. Really? I think so. Like, uh, let's think. Well, I mean, Nestor Cortez is not a rookie. He's been Mm-mm. one of the he's been one of the breakthrough um, American League pitchers. But um, 
I have I have the balloting at, Jul at Julio Rodriguez, Jeremy Pena, Bobby Witt Jr., Joe Ryan, there's a pitcher on the Twins, and Adley Rutschman, the catcher for the Orioles. So there is um, your top five odds-wise. Now, yeah, NL, I, yeah, go NL ahead. odds, Mackenzie Gore for the Padres. He's seen his star diminish yeah. slightly within the last yeah. couple outings, but he's still the favorite. O'Neill Cruz, who just came up last week, um, is uh, the Vegas favorite, but he still has to prove it. He hasn't he's he hasn't done it yet. Nolan Gorman, on the other hand, has been beasting for the Cardinals. Michael Harris for the Braves has looked great in the field and with the bat. And then finally, Spencer Strider, the Braves phenomenon. And what about looked, what what about the other guy? The other guy. Yeah, the guy you don't have on there who's who's doing a great year as a rookie. Tell me. Luis Gonzalez. I mean, he's had flashes. But he's on. hitting over 300, isn't he still? He's, he's plus 8,500 to win rookie of the year. He's way down there. Yeah, well, odds people didn't he's have the time. He's been injured. He's been injured. He's he gets sent up and down. He gets injured. That's not going to win it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. But um, then you forget. You pick. forgot the other rookie of the year. Say a Suzuki. No, Bob Melvin. <laughs> rookie okay. manager. Rookie, rookie NL manager. manager. I don't think they do it that way. I don't think they but, do it um, either. But. But I, I just I think the world of what he's done with the Padres. So I'm just I'm just saying that breakout hitter in the AL is Taylor Ward, one of the most exciting, low key, um, kind of low blood pressure. Nothing flusters this guy. Um, I try to channel Taylor Ward's energy every day. Don't get knocked off your plan. Just stick stick to what you know. Don't chase. I love this guy's approach. Um, he's battled through a couple of small injuries. He, now he's back. He's hitting in front of Mike Trout, so he's always going to see at least one hittable pitch every at-bat. And the crappy ones he lays off, he's got a great approach at the plate. And uh, to me, he's my favorite player to watch on a nightly basis on the Angels Valley's Sports Network. What about Ty France? You know, I love Ty France, but he can't stay healthy either. Oh. Um, he's out now, and they actually made a trade for Carlos Santana because right. they're worried about how much longer he's going to be out. Yeah. So, True. I mean, the Mariners, that Mariners-Angels fight, we should talk about this a little bit. Okay. That made me lose respect for both teams, actually. Um, yeah, because you – it's funny because when you first were – texting me about it you were all anti-mariner yeah because i felt like the mariners charged the angels bullpen like i felt like the mariners started it right um but, but now then you i feel... said with the background of the the you know the hit by pitch hitting upton in the head and then um you know the whole angels uh shenanigans of going with an opener so that they're their starting pitcher wouldn't be ejected, showing that they're planning. This was all premeditated. Um, that makes them look really bad. Now, I, I feel like that fight, like the players shouldn't have charged the field, like the coaches should have charged the field. <laughs> because I've never seen a fight where so many coaches and translator were suspended. Yeah. I, I mean, think it escalated I, so quickly that nobody really knew what to do. No, no, no. I see. I think it's another thing. I think players, and this is this is a statement on the game itself. Actually, I think players have less of that fighting emotion than these older coaches who've been in the game for a long time, right? Because mm. they're just like steeped in that, like right fighting is like, you know, <laughs> like and 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 it sounds like the whole thing was probably initiated by them anyway. Right. Like it was a whole like, you know, Nevin operation to because they threw at Trout yeah. and, you know, it's kind of, you know, whatever. And, I, you know, I respect that on a certain level, but I had never seen somebody. And it, 
And then the guy who doesn't get suspended, doesn't get fined, as far as I know, uh, Scott Service, that guy's at the bottom of the pile, like, fighting. And, I know. That was pretty came, wild. Yeah, and came up all, like, and, and as we both saw the same John Boy thing, like, where he's, like, saying, maybe I shouldn't have done that, because he was all looking all tuckered out there after it was all done. <laughs> um, no, I, I like that one coach that was dragging that other um, – yeah. Mariners pitcher around, or the yeah, Mariners Ch- guy was trying to get Keeley or whatever his name. He got suspended. Yeah, yeah. he was suspended. Uh, you know. So many coaches got suspended on the Angels that they have to rotate their suspensions. Right. No, they're allowing them to serve their suspensions uh, in shifts so that the yes. Angels have somebody to coach the team <laughs> on the bench. Because, because I mean, I don't know. And, and and the interesting one too, the player that's the most interesting that got in the fight. Was Rendon? Yeah, fighting with a cast on. That's fighting bullshit. with cast, but also he's not on the roster, and he he um, you're you're not allowed to enter the field in those situations. Yeah, that's there's well, an actual rule stipulation. From the dugout for a week. Yeah, and I I think his I think his suspension should have been harsher because I think that's the kind of stuff that you need to really limit. And I think that the the translator guy, I mean, what the hell's he doing out there? And and what know. was he what was he suspended for translating bad words or something? I don't you know like <laughs> he just called you uh you know <laughs> an inciting inciting inc- yeah, like inciting the fight because he was translating all the bad words. Um, That's funny. I mean, yeah. So, but it was. I mean, it, the, the fight didn't get to the the epic battle of the Padres Braves. Uh, no one will ever reach that again. Hopefully. Um, way back when in the eighties, but, mm. but, um, but it definitely, it, it was up there because it had that, uh, that kind of, um, you know, what's his name? The guy in the Mariners, um, Wink, Winkler, Winkler, the guy from the Reds yeah. used to play for the Reds. Yeah. He must, he must've been on that team when his old teammate, uh, Garrett, Amir Garrett took on the pirates dugout. Cause he did the mm-hmm. same move. Like he yeah. went to the whole dugout. And that's a good way to really instigate a really good fight because because now you've brought the whole brawl right in front of the other team's dugout. Mm-hmm. So you, it's you, and everyone's going to get a piece of you, and uh, and then everyone's going to come to defend you. So it was like it was quite a um, quite a moment there, um, and it it just kind of, it's all it's kind of silly, but um, but we'll you know hey we'll see what happens. Well, it's, see, I, I mean, you don't see fights like that every week in Major League Baseball. Not anymore. Yeah. Brawl, knockdown, yeah. drag out. I punches, mean, yeah. Lots of punches. Yeah. Lots like of grappling. Punches just being landed and like guys just body blows being rained down. Yeah. I mean, that was intense. I mean, yeah. it wasn't, no one was bloody, but people were definitely no, bruised. Yeah, no, exactly. Unfortunately, no one got hurt. I mean, that the Snuffleupagus uh, Thor aspect was hilarious. That. <laughs> So, uh, what's his name? The pitcher for the uh, yeah. Angels. Uh, um, he get he gets his hoodie pulled or his, his jersey, yeah. I guess. Syndergaard, yeah. The jersey's pulled over his head, and all his blonde hair is covering his face, and he's got no idea what's going on. He has to like clean himself up to get back in the fight. I know that's a hockey move, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's that's old school hockey. You grab the jersey, pull it over the guy's head, and to beat the hell out of him. Um. But yeah, it was, it it's it was it was uh, it was interesting. Now now counterpoint that to um, the slap heard around the world, uh, Tommy Pham slapping mm-hmm. uh, Jock Peterson, and mm-hmm. then the Reds came to town and all the fans booed and, but nobody yeah. nobody threw at him. Right. I thought that was interesting because I I think if. If the Giants were that type of team, say like Phil yeah. Nevin was managing them, like Bumgarner was still on the team, yeah, Bumgarner or yeah, exactly, uh, maybe even Sergio, uh, um, but it, they didn't. They don't do this team. Doesn't do that, and that's that's part of that thing that like there's a bit of a lack of emotion with this team. Um, yeah. So yeah, they ha- it's it's so bad out there. You know, there's so no emotion. They actually, you can bring your taxes in, and a player will do your taxes for you. 
I have no idea what you're saying, but I'll tell you this. (laughs) Speaking of Jack Peterson. Yes. um, Speaking of Jack Peterson, he is in the top three positions in the NL all-star outfielder ballot. Correct. Which is why do you think think that is? For a part-time player, I mean, maybe a little bit residual from last year, you know, World Series. Yeah. People remember... People remember your performance in the World Series. Yeah. And um, he has had a great year. He's had a couple of like three home run games, five home run weeks, you know. Yeah. Um, he's been fantastic when he's played. And the fact that he's in the strong side of a platoon has probably helped his average and his overall um, numbers, his yeah. ratios. His so, accomplishments are are. He, he hasn't had to face a tough lefty and go 0 for 4 or 0 for 5. Um, your right. boy, Yastrzemski, unfortunately, because he's such a good defender, gets slotted in there fifth or sixth against a tough lefty. Yeah. And he, you know, he, he puts up donuts on the, on the box score. Yeah. And, he's, he's and that, hurts his, that hurts his numbers. But so, doesn't he? What's his his uh, on base percentage? Because he's he's pretty good yes, at on base. Yeah, I think he's in the three thirties. Uh, no, he he's fine. Uh, Sasha and I dropped him a couple weeks back. Oh, um, from your fantasy because, team. From our fantasy team, and it is an OBP league, meaning um, you know, you count on base percentage instead of batting average. Uh, right. He's three. He's currently three forty seven. Okay. I mean that's good. Uh, he's fine. It, the problem with Yaz was not um, his OBP, but it was just kind of like his streakiness. Yeah. Um, he would have just god-awful weeks. And even when he was leading off against a righty, putting up an 0 for 5 with no walks, I mean, that was just killing us. He was single-handedly losing us weeks. So, um, I mean, so was Joey Gallo. We had to drop him too. And then Jonathan India tried to pull the same bullshit, and he got dropped. Um, yeah. So no, yeah, exactly. But you're right, though, about they have to play Yaz because his his defense is so above and beyond. Um, yeah. And they can put him anywhere, you know, center field, right field. Um, it's. I it's mean, very... the Dodgers should start doing that with Bellinger, but of course they can't. Um, now they can't he, with with bets out out too. So is Taylor playing right field now? Is that what's going on? Chris Taylor? Yeah, I saw him in right I, field the other day. Oh, okay. So they have Thompson in in left, and they have Belly in center on CT in right. Yeah, I, maybe they maybe they mixed up because Thompson was in right too. Maybe it just depends on the game. The Dodgers um, have no good outfielders. Um, they let Pollock go to get freaking Kimbrel. Um, yeah, they thought they thought Pollock was like a bonus, so they don't need him. Um, then Mookie gets hurt, throwing himself yeah. around, um, trying to protect a no hitter, and all of a sudden they got like two outfielders total. And yeah. Belly is like having another down year with the bat. So yeah, he's Dodgers outfield it... is crap. And D- Gavin Lux, they keep trying him out there once in a while. He can't oh, play God. outfield. He could, they should not do that. That was just so. I mean, I mean, I was happy they did that in the playoffs, but that was just bad. The Dodgers are actually in a more um, precarious position, probably, than most people realize. I realize. Well, yeah, you made the bold prediction that they weren't even going to make the playoffs. Yeah, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lean that back that. a little bit, but. <laughs> I mean, they just they just find a way to win. That Sunday night game against the Braves, they just you know they play yeah. they play to twenty seven outs. They play hard. They don't give up. They don't panic. Um, they've been there before. Um, you know, even these guys who are struggling, Turner, Muncie, they still are clutch. So um, the Dodgers are going to win a lot of ball games. Yeah, and it seems. I mean, I still think they their schedule was pretty easy for the first part of the year so mm. um and we'll have to see now they they lost last night right they lost to colorado they got shut out in colorado so um but you know that's not going to sustain they're going to come roaring back uh tonight um 
And uh, yeah. And now tell me about your Padres because I, I think, I think mm. the Padres is one of the, they're one of the best teams in baseball. Right. I mean, record wise, they're up. There. I mean, on paper, they, um, they should be in first place, but they just don't hit on a nightly basis. Um, you know, they don't platoon like the giants. They don't no. have the people. They have to throw Hosmer out there every night. He can't hit lefties um, very well. Um, don't check my math on that. I don't even know if that's true. No, um, probably. But everybody's been hot and cold on the Padres. You know, Cronenworth had a terrible start. He's picked it up. Ha Sung Kim, I've had him on a couple fantasy teams this year a couple different times. He's good for a couple offers um seemingly just out of nowhere and Grisham was started really cold and um they've they've tried to piece it together in the outfield with like Nomar Mazzara and Azokar and you know Profar started hot he's cooled off you know of course Manny's been out with an ankle injury he's looking like he's going to be back soon uh Tatis still hasn't you know swung a bat in anger this year we don't know when that's going to happen. So, um, so yeah, um, the catching situation has been great. Um, we've got two, you know, good catchers. So we gotten some good un unexpected production from the catching position. So, and the pitching has, the starting pitching has been phenomenal. So yeah. that's really the, the, the starting pitching in the defense is the key to the Padres success. So, it's true, and I think I, I, but I, I do. I think that, uh, you know, I stated this earlier. Bob Melvin has a lot to do with that because I think he's he's brought a bit of sanity to that position on the team of the management of all this, and he's one of the best at 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 working a starting rotation and working pitching and working with defense. Like he's that's that was that was kind of his, his thing in Oakland, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you can imagine, you know, what he had to work with in Oakland. And, um, and so I really think that he, even though he's, he's had his issues uh, physically and, and uh, health wise, but um, I still think he brings the stability to a team that it was really lacking under uh, Tingler. Um, I think he, he just, there's a bit of more maturity. There's a bit of, um, he played the game a long time ago, but he still played the game. And yeah, there, there's something to be said about that. Because um, even with G Gabe Kapler and all his goofy stuff, the fact he played the game kind of overrides yeah. a lot of that. So, and played the game for a long time, like Melvin did too. Melvin was stuck around for a while. So um, that's right. I think yeah. So I think he he just uh, you know is a big part of this. And, and like I was saying, Hey, look, they have the same amount of wins as the Dodgers do right now, mm -hmm. 45 wins. And only one team has more wins than them in the, in the NL and only two teams, I believe. Nope. Only one team has more wins than them in the AL. They're tied with the Astros at 45. So that's really good. And I think, I think the good thing for the Padres is, unlike last year where it was all like kind of like in your face and like big rah-rah Tatis um, thing, right? Swag chain. All that. It's been very low key. Yeah. It's been very workmanlike and not, not this thing because it, you know, cause like you were saying, they don't have the hitting for one, um, but they're still, they're, they're there and they, 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 um, they're right there. They're as good as, as any team in the, in, in the NL in my book, you know? Um, kind of. I mean, yeah. I, 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 um, I'm a little bit afraid of the Cardinals right now. Um, I think, although they lost Flaherty again, so their starting pitching yeah. is still going to have to be kind of pieced together. But the Cardinals just have that win those winning ways that just yeah. terrify, terrify me. Um, yeah, they, they I, have a few things that could I, I still I, I think their manager is still to be decided if if that's a plus or or a, a even yeah, or a negative. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like rookie manager un you know, I don't you know just But you have so many leaders on that bench, you almost don't need an experienced manager. 
I mean, do, the yeah. cool balls there and Yachty and Wainwright and all these guys who have been around, like it's a, it's a mature team. It's a, it, so, it, and also you got the Cardinals way. I mean, you know, a lot of these yeah. guys came up through the thing. No, don't get me wrong. I think the Cardinals are, are, are a solid team. I think actually the, the major league baseball, the NL is really shaping up to having this kind of dogfight down the, down the stretch because you're getting there's better there's more better teams than there are places in the playoffs, and mm. um, and and even I really, with the expanded playoffs, I think there's yeah. plenty of spots. No, I think there's I plenty think, of spots. No, I think I think the rise the rise of the of the Phillies, um, although with Harper out, we'll have to see if that continues. But you still you you're still you got an odd man out because. Even giants. you know if the, you you could be the Giants, could be the Brewers, could be the Cardinals, could be the Padres, could be the Braves. I don't I'm think just trying to get a rise out of you. I mean, yeah, no. that's what makes for a good race, though, because exactly. the are going to be in the um, Brewers and Cardinals. One of them is going to win the Central. Pittsburgh can't Correct. catch them up; they're t- twelve games back. So mm-hmm. one of those teams is going to get in, but the other team isn't guaranteed a wild card Correct. spot. Yeah. So. Um, the Dodgers and one Dodgers or Padres is probably going to win the West. Um, but you know, the giants or the Phillies or the second place team in the central is going to miss out on the playoffs. Yeah. No, it, it, exactly. And I, and I, I think that's good for baseball because it, it, if, if you don't have that kind of thing down the stretch, um, you know, it, it just kind of like, you know, with all these slots, you know what I mean? It's, and these are these are really good teams, and they're really you know they're really they're right there. I mean, the the Giants and the Phillies have the same number of wins. Giants have two less losses, but um, mm-hmm. so you know it's 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 not it's it's not a done deal. Um, yeah, and that's good. Where I think if you look at the American League, uh, you have some interesting things coming out of there too, um, especially with. Uh, but it almost seems, I have to say, it almost seems like four teams will make the playoffs from the East. Eh. I don't know. I don't know that Tampa and Toronto – well, all, the, all three of those teams are have 32 losses, Boston, Toronto, and Tampa. Yeah, and they've so, all got 40-41 wins. They've got, they've, they're currently leading the wild card. Those three teams? Yeah. I think yeah. one of those teams is going to slip. And I think um, there will be a wild card t- to come out of the West. Um, no. I don't know I don't, if it's going to be. What? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I would put money on Cleveland or Minnesota before anyone from the West. Because uh, the West is just now it's just it's. Because now um, the, no one's catching Houston, right? Um, no. So they've got too big of a lead. So, so if somebody from the West wants to win, uh, get, get a wild card spot, either the Angels, the Mariners, or the Rangers, they're going to have to go on a big run. Yeah, and, and I mean, they, they, they granted, those teams do have the A's they get to play, and unfortunately, A's are, are really bad this year. Um, and so there's a bit of feasting that could go on there. So mm-hmm. we'll just have, but I, I just get the feeling that they're going to beat up on each other. It literally, as we just saw um, with the, the angels and the Mariners. but in Texas, I just don't, I think it's not really fully their year, but it's, it's a great year for them. You know what I mean? Like even if they just are 500, that's huge for the Rangers. So um, I don't know. I, I still, I would put my, like I said, I wouldn't, I, I would put the money on the players of the twins and the, the guardians um, to, to, yeah. to battle. Because also the thing with those two teams is they get to play um, the rest of the teams in the central more. Right. And, uh, and then, Hey, you know what? The white Sox, geez, who knows? Maybe something could happen there, but um, I think Tony La is going to get fired. I think he's going to get, um, they're going to do like a, uh, they're going to honor him, <laughs> which is firing him. You know, they're going to say, oh, we're raising him up to this executive position. 
Okay. Well, I don't think I don't think they'll fire him because uh, because there's a relationship with the owner. I think I think he'll last a year unless they yeah, use, you're probably unless right. unless they elevate him. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's you know he can't. I mean, unless or... they get unless they get their full roster healthy again. I mean, people are dropping yeah. like flies over there. Um, so it's been yeah. really sad to watch, and uh, they have so much talent, but. God, it's painful. It's painful also because, you know, Tony's been hard to watch. Like, he, he you know, it, it, some of the greatest games that I got to watch were games where it was Bruce Bochy versus Tony La Russa team, the Giants versus the Cardinals, right? Those were some really, like, advanced strategy kind of, like, situations, you know, with, with pitchers hitting and all that kind of stuff, right? Um. And he's just he's just not there anymore. You know what I mean? He's not that yeah. level. I mean, he he's just I mean, I know everyone talks about the one two uh count where he intentionally walked <laughs> the guy. Yeah. Uh which is one thing, but I think it's more than that. I think the game is has passed him in a way that he's not able to adapt to and he's the one thing I've always thought about Tony La Russa, you know, he was great. And I got to watch him manage a bunch here in Oakland back in the day. Um, but he was, I would have to say he was one of the most stubborn people mm. I'd ever witnessed in baseball. Like mm -hmm. just very stubborn, very, very right. He's a very smart man. He's also an attorney, I believe a lawyer. Um, and uh, you know, just, just a very like, no, I'm right. And we've seen him like in those confrontations with like Dusty Baker, remember? Like mm -hmm. fighting, like and arguing and yelling and and just get, you know, he, he gets that, that look on yeah. his face. So you put that guy in charge of a team in 2022 uh in 2021 and it's you're dealing with different different players different scenarios different approaches different everything in a lot of ways so i don't know it'd be hard to i think it's hard for him to adjust um so we'll see unlike it's someone like a dusty baker right like dusty baker you could throw that guy into any situation and he'll have everyone as his friends you know, that's just someone said recently that everyone who meets Dusty Baker think goes away from meeting him at thinking he's their friend. He's now their friend. So, right. Um, you know, so anyway, I, I just I just think that's part of the issue. Um, they're coming to town. I'll, I'll be watching the White Sox. I hope they continue their demise this week. I don't want them to turn it around yet. They can start turning around after Sunday next this coming Sunday. Um, after they leave town. Giants need a feast on the AL Central. They're playing the Tigers and the White Sox for five games. Um, I really believe they need to win tonight, just clear out. So, Because um, otherwise, I mean, it's crazy. But um, but anyway, yeah, that's that's the overall picture. I think, I think the good news is that the game is really healthy. You've got enough teams who are going to be vying for playoff spots we love the the guardians we love Naylor still he's oh still yeah our, our guy Naylor's the best um he's he's just uh you know just a like a big um, big personality so we uh we've got Vinny Pasquantino batting right. sixth and DHing for Kansas City tonight major league debut Ma so he's against... never he's never played they didn't get Correct. some weird call up last year or anything. no he's, no okay. not like O'Neill Cruz where he played you know one game or whatever right yeah um, this is a true debut so that's must see TV 510 Pacific on your MLB app going against, okay. against the Rangers at home in Kauffman Stadium uh, like I said batting sixth for the Royals so tune in for a young man's not even that young which is uh, a tough look for the for the Royals, but a young man's major league debut, and all eyes will be on Vinny P, the Italian breakfast, and to see what he does in his first game. I'm going to say he's going to go yard, because um, they don't know how to pitch to him. Right. I. So where's he playing again? Where, are they at home? Oh, they're at home. Okay. They're at home. Yeah. That could be. He's good. a lefty going up against John Gray. Uh, a pretty darn good righty. So um, we'll see what 
pitches. I mean, it's going to be that first at bat is always must see TV. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll see. I might have to, I might be on the road. Uh, but I'll turn the app on. Um, turn the app on. Texas uh, has made a little bit of a push. They're in second place in the West. I know. No. And that's what I'm saying. I, I, and I think that's great for Texas. I mean, and they, they basically, they turned a corner, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they didn't start the year very good. And then all of a sudden they just, I mean, they started taking advantage of playing the teams around them and then that's going to help them out a lot. So, um, yeah, that's good for baseball. I think if they, cause they got some, they, two of the two guys they signed last year were, were Seager and, uh, Seaman and Seager. Seaman. Yeah. Simeon. So, Simeon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the other guy to watch tonight is uh, Kershaw pitching in Denver. Oh, okay. So that could be that could yeah, be. Yeah, I got a lefty lefty matchup in in Colorado. Yeah, um, and then and then looking ahead to this weekend, Padres come to LA for a four oh, really? game series against the Dodgers over Fourth of July yet, weekend. No. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, there seems like maybe like the first week or something. Right, or or maybe in San Diego or something. But yeah, the um the other there's a good another good pitch matchup in the um, Padres game tonight too. Uh, Gallon, uh, Gallon, and and uh, uh, Manea. Uh, what's his, is that Manea pitching? Yeah, Manea versus Gallon. Manea. Yeah, that's a good matchup. I'm worried because the the Diamondbacks they'll they'll jump you. You know, they can hit. Yeah. Um, they don't always hit, but they can hit. So if Manaya comes out there and he doesn't have his best stuff, um, the Diamondbacks will start feasting. Now, the game that you should be getting in the car and driving to right now, so you can see this guy pitch, is uh, the White Sox in Anaheim, so you can see Cueto. If it wasn't um, <laughs> like 102 degrees out, I would. <laughs> Wendy and I had to take a drive at lunch to FedEx and I almost perished. You should have did the, 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 the pour some sugar on me scene. I, I did. Believe me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to have well, Wendy hose me down with the hose in the backyard. Nice. Don't wear the, don't wear the wool cap. Um, never, never. So yeah, I think, I think, like I said, I think the state of the game, it's in good hands. I think, I think everything's, Moving along, we can we we talk we we talk about it, but Harper getting hurt obviously was a uh, a blow. Yeah, yeah, because you know, and Mookie a, getting hurt is a blow. Very much so. I I disagree with you though. It was not trying to break up the no hitter. It was the him trying to take a ball away from the center fielder. Center fielder hit him. Uh, tonight's Giants roster lineup is oh. Austin Slater in center. Wilmer sure Flores in second. Jock Peterson in left. That's Jock Peterson going against a lefty starter for the first time in a while. So yeah. Peterson in left. Darren Ruff at first. Longoria at third. Yaz in right. Yermin Mercedes DH. Tiaro Estrada at short. And Austin wins behind the plate. Amazing. Um, Carlos Amazing. Rodon takes the ball. So Amazing. there's your Giants lineup. This is probably the earliest the Giants have released their lineup all year. It's not even. I think you're right. Yet. Yeah. I. I and and. Uh, oh, uh, Miggy is playing DH on the other team. That's great. And Riley's hitting right behind him. So that. Yeah. That's good. Um, and Torlakson's after him. The um. Oh that no that's that's great. Now that see that lineup there is really bizarre. Like I think only. Oh, I guess two of those players. Yeah, only two of those players existed with the Giants before uh, Farhan. And that would be Longoria? No. Longo- yep. Uh, Flores and Longoria? No, uh, Slater and Longoria. Oh, okay. Slater's homegrown, I think. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. so, but all the others are, I mean, and it's, that's the, oh, you know, actually, you scram- uh, no, he brought you scrims. That was one of his first moves, yeah. Skremski was just one of his first guys. So, um, and well, uh, and, I'm going to be looking for your mean to do something tonight. Me too. He needs a slug. Oh yeah, great slug. dude, great character. Yeah, no, I, I and this is the thing. Farhan finds these guys when other teams are think they're done. You know, I mean, a lot of Jock, people think he's done. Jock Peterson, 
I don't. Would they sign that contract? Six million or eight million? What is he getting? Like pennies. Well, nobody thinks Jock Peterson is done, but apparently he was willing to go to San Francisco for a one-year deal, and then who knows where he goes next, right? Yeah. Well, this is a big prove-it year for Jock. He's got to because not everybody's going to platoon like the Giants. So if yeah. if he wants to be an everyday player, he's got to show out on nights like tonight where he's facing a left-handed pitcher. Yeah, he's that's batting that's good. third. So yeah, let's do it, a, Jock. Yeah, exactly, and and I think. You know, I think a lot of people here are saying that that's what they need to do. And it's kind of what I was saying earlier about, like, you got you kind of got to get the guy in there who can have the emotion. And if you recall, he did start against a lefty the day after he hit the three home runs. And what did he do in his first at-bat? He had a home run. So, yep. um, so I, yeah. I, I, and I think that's where you got to break the mold of the, of the metrics and all that stuff. You got to kind of look at things from a, a bit more emotional uh, mm-hmm. clutch kind of situation so this this is a good good lineup um yeah i'm excited i'm excited about which game i'm gonna keep score on tonight there's so many games i don't even know which one to keep score on well you get your pen and paper out your scorecard i mean uh, i'll probably start with the yankees um just because that's the most interesting of the early games um, yeah, but i'm not saying think? They just got Oakland in town. Montas oh, versus right. JP right. Sears. Oh. oh god. So we shall see. It's gonna be <sighs> You're gonna run out of ink on that one on the Yankees page. <laughs> I mean JP they Sears. Just... What? They're too good. The Yankees are they're just too good. good. Well, they got no Stanton in the lineup tonight. So Why? They're going with a weird lineup. And no Glaber. Glaber had a um Oh he had Glaber had a cortisone injection. So well, that's, well, yeah, that, they've got that's a goofy the... lineup tonight. Well, that's okay. The Mayhew, Judge, that... Rizzo, Donaldson, Trevino, Hicks, Heiner, Falefa, Gonzalez, Gallo. So they're not. I mean, Stanton will pinch hit at some point, right? Maybe if they need him to. You never know with this this uh, A's outfit. Well, here's what you can do, right? So Judge is DHing, right? So if if Stanton needs to pinch hit. Like in the sixth or seventh inning, yeah. Um, let's say he pinch hits for um, Kiner Falefa. Okay. So um, J- uh, Stanton pitch hits for Kiner Falefa. Then you take Gonzalez from left field to um, to short. Then you you can't move the DH. <laughs> DH um, is set. Otherwise, you gotta get the pitcher hitting. Shit, yeah, you're right. They yeah. they're gonna have to do. They can't do that because no. you've already if got Sam, judges. Yeah. Judges in the DH spot. If you yeah. move Judge out of the DH spot, then you lose the DH spot. Exactly. So, um, but that's what they would have to do, and then just um, put the. No, Stan, you know, Stan's probably got the night off unless he just comes up for a, a, a one-off pinch hit if, if needed. Late like at the, the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're not gonna do clutch. some sort of goofy position repositioning no because the yankees and you know this uh uh, firsthand the yankees are when they give a guy off the day off they kind of have the day off like it's remember judge early in the year they're like no no he's not playing and and yeah well he pinch hit over the weekend and he almost hit a game tying home run Mm. uh, that went to the wall over against the ass yeah but that's that's okay that's like batting practice but uh yeah i mean the Yankees outfield depth um, is probably just one guy, right? Because um, their bench is like Carpenter, Glaber, um, the backup catcher, um, Higashioka. And, you know, I don't think they have another outfielder. So Stanton's their backup outfielder. Mm, you're right. Carpenter, he doesn't play outfield, does he? Uh, I don't think he ever has. Officially on their bench, they have two DHs. That's kind of weird. <laughs> if you look at the, if you look at Stanton the line, and, Stanton and, and Carpenter. Carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Anyway, uh, you know, they, but the Yankees, the Yankees are solid. They're just um, pitching. Everything is just coming together for them. So um, hats off to the hats off to them. They're about to, uh, I was going to say kick off, but that's a different sport. Um, they're they're going to start here soon, aren't they? All right. Well, um, let's say thanks to all my listeners. And thank you for joining me. 
Um, this has been fun. Yeah, baseball. Uh, we, we talked about a little. A, say it? Daily thing. Baseball's a daily thing. It baseball's a daily thing. Hourly. And sometimes you get a, the great thing about baseball. Like I used to say this to Ross. Um, it was like, okay, they don't, you know, those games, the, those days where the, there's a game starting early, you can have like nine hours, 12 hours almost sometimes of baseball. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like an amusement park. They open the gates, they let you in, you get on the rides. And then at the end of the day, you're trying to run around, get on the last rides. And that's the games in the West coast. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're back in the car and you're sleeping yeah. on the drive home in the back. Exactly. <laughs> With chocolate malt on your face. Um, exactly. Good times. All right, That's buddy. A... Well, enjoy okay. the game. Have fun. Take yeah. some pictures from the we'll do. outfield. Okay. All right. We'll... Talk to you later. All right. Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Hang up! That's so baseball.